0: listening to the art of fulfillment podcast we interview the world's most fulfilled people to share with you the strategies techniques and ideas that can help you master your own art of fulfillment life isn't about external success it's all about fulfillment or in other words how you feel about yourself when you are by yourself Hey, everybody, it's Joe Corsione here, your host of the Art of Fulfillment podcast. And this episode is a follow-up episode to the prior solo cast that I did all about my story. And I said in that last episode how I was going to release um, several solo cast episodes all around the same topic leading up to the release of my new product coming in January 2020. Now, to give a little more context, I'm actually going to tell you what the product is, and I'm going to offer you... The product if you would like to get in on it early because I appreciate you listening to this podcast and I want to just give that to you as my thank you. So I'm releasing a stress management course coming out in January 2020 and it's not just a stress management course. It's essentially a course that's going to help you manage the emotions in your life so you can take back control and go for the goals that you want to in your life and not be bogged down by negative emotions such as anger, stress, fear, all of that stuff. This course is basically going to give you all the techniques and the strategies that I've learned in my journeys through trial and error, spending tons of time and money um, that I don't want you to spend, um, and ultimately encapsulating those lessons in this comprehensive course that I want to share with you. It's really cheap, and I'm actually going to give you guys um, a little early discount to it, um, it's about thirty-seven dollars, and if you'd like the course now, it's releasing in Jan 2020. But I will give the course to you now if you DM me at Joe Corsione, You guys can get access to it and dive right into it, and I think it's really, really awesome. But anywho's, what I wanted to do is I wanted to take some things that are in that that course. And teach them to you here. Now, if you remember in the last solo cast episode where I talked about my story, I learned that one of the most important concepts around managing stress and not just stress, but negative emotions in your life is to know this, that negative emotions aren't caused by the facts. They're caused by our perception of the facts. So therefore, whenever we're feeling stressed, whenever we're feeling pissed off, whenever we're feeling worried, it's because we have a perception About something that happened in our life, whether it be an event in the outside world or a thought that comes in that is ultimately causing this negative feeling to come up in our bodies. Okay, so what we have to do in order to create long-term lasting stress management is we have to attack our perceptions We have to attack our beliefs. We have to look at them. We have to dissect them We have to destroy the ones that are causing us to be stressful and we want to replace them with empowering ones that are ultimately Going to set us on the path to fulfillment on the path to inner peace on the path to Self-control and emotional resiliency that that is the key to do all of that is to change our perceptions but I understand there are times where you just really just want to cool down, where you ultimately you're going to feel that anxiety come up and you're just going to want to be able to shut it down. And if not shut it down completely, you want to be able to um, to to decrease the amount of anxiety in your body. You want to be able to de-stress in the moment because it helps us to look at our perceptions much better when we're coming from a little more of a calmer state. And so I think long-term the fix is you have to attack your perceptions, but you got to learn how to manage your stress in the moment as well before you do it. And that's what I'm going to cover in here. So in the title, I call these hacks and they are essentially hacks. Um, but what they really utilize is psychological and neuroscientific um, information or knowledge, I should say, um, that actually causes these chemical reactions in your body to allow you to relax when you feel stress. And I use these Anytime I start to feel stressed or massive anxiety, and it has proved me so well, and it has helped my clients and those who I've um, given these techniques to um, to do the same in themselves, and so I want you to learn them as well. And so you can use these techniques whenever you're feeling stressed, overwhelmed, all those things, and it will help to get rid of, and if not get rid of, it'll help to decrease the anxiety and the stress that you were feeling, so you can take back control of the situation and go for it, okay? Okay. So we're not going to get into the perceptions part as much on this one. In the course, we learn all about how to uh, tackle your perceptions and how to replace them with empowering ones, what the process actually looks like because it is a process. We go through that in the course. I'm going to touch on that in a future solo cast episode. But in this one, I'm specifically going to talk to how to manage the physiological response when stress comes up. You guys ready for this? Because I am. I'm so excited. Let's get right into it. So one of the techniques that I think is so incredibly powerful is using the breath because everyone can use it everyone has it it's free right and um it essentially is a driving force of our life right if we're not breathing we're dead that's just the truth so the breath has this really really powerful way of being able to de-stress us in the moment And one specific technique where you can use the breath that's going to help you is called the one-two breath. This is one of my favorite techniques. I learned this actually um, from uh, Mark Devine, who's been on this podcast, who he said that he used this technique because he was a Navy SEAL. He used this technique in firefights, times when bullets were flying and he needed to go and, you know, take down some enemies, like literally life or death situations. He used this technique to help calm his nervous system down. And ultimately, get centered and keep going and, uh, you know, get the mission done, right? How valuable does that technique sound to you? And it's super, super simple and easy and anyone can do it. So the reason why it's called the one-two breath is because this is how you do it. So what you want to do is you want to inhale through your nose for four seconds. And then you exhale through your nose or your mouth, whatever's easier for you, for eight seconds. So it's called the one-two breath because you inhale for... 1x the amount of time you want to inhale for and then you exhale 2x or two times longer than the amount that you inhale and so when you do this four or five times what it actually does is it, it It activates the body's parasympathetic nervous system, which in other words is your body's relaxation system because when you're stressed out, when you're starting to get all riled up and get this anxiety brewing up, it's because the sympathetic nervous system is your body's fight or flight mechanism. It's putting you into action. It's putting you in a heightened state of alert because it thinks you're in danger. But when you exhale twice as long as you inhale, it pushes down on the vagus nerve, which ultimately is responsible for uh, activating your body's parasympathetic nervous system. And you start to get to this state of calm and clarity and consciousness and control. So if you're feeling stressed out, this is a powerful technique. Again, you inhale through the nose for seconds and exhale through through the mouth or the nose for eight seconds. And I encourage you to pause this video, try it out um, five times and then come back after you've done that, unpause this video and let me know how you feel. I will wait for you. Okay. So if you paused and came back, I want you to just notice how you feel. Even if you weren't stressed when you were listening to this podcast and before you listen to this podcast, um, I can guarantee you, you feel a little more relaxed right now. You feel a little more mellow. So imagine, imagine how powerful this technique would be if you we're in a stressful situation, right? It is super powerful. I use it on a daily basis. Mark Devine used it when he was in life or death situations. It is absolutely fucking phenomenal, my friends. Okay, so that's the one technique, the one-two breath. Here's another great hack um, that is is also, you know, something that's supported by neuroscience and psychology. So when you start to feel stress or anxiety build up in your body, what you want to do is you want to say this, I'm excited, I'm excited, I'm excited, I'm excited why do you want to say that, right? Because you're like, wait, what the fuck? I'm stressed. I'm not excited. Well, here's the interesting thing. Stress and excitement produce the same exact physiological feeling in your body. They're identical. When you feel excited, you feel the same way. But when you feel stressed, you feel the same exact way physiologically in your body. The only difference is the narrative that you're saying about that feeling or the situation that that you're stressed about because remember it's about your perception that is causing you to react to that feeling in a certain way so for example like right think about something that you're excited in your life if you were uh, really excited to go on a vacation um the night before right you're you're in bed and you're super excited and like you got all those like butterflies going into you but you're like i'm excited i'm excited you like that feeling we love that feeling of excitement but it's the same feeling as stressed Right? Let's just say instead, right, you got that same feeling in your body, but the next day you got this massive test that is in school, or you know, if you're going for the, the the lawyer or the doctor path, like whatever, you know, it's the MCAT or the bar exam, whatever it is, right? Like you're gonna feel that stress, that same feeling, but the perception is, oh man, this this test is like really big for me. Oh my gosh. So you associate it with it negatively and you don't you want it to go away. So The tip to hack that is, is when you start to feel stressed, say, I'm excited, I'm excited, I'm excited. And to get more specific, say the thing that you are excited about, about the situation. So for example, if you're really stressed about taking a test the next day, or if you're really stressed out about an interview or a difficult conversation or something at work, you go like this. I am so excited for this interview. I'm so excited for this interview. I'm so excited for this test tomorrow. I'm so excited to go to work tomorrow, right? You keep saying that over and over and over again. And I know you're probably saying, wow, like, but it's not true. But here is the kicker when you tell yourself this over and over again, you're sending a signal to the brain that says, hey, I'm actually excited. The brain's going to verify it by looking in your body and feeling around. And because stress is the same exact feeling as excitement, it's going to say, oh, yeah, he or she is right. Like, yeah, they are excited. And you're going to actually start to feel positively about the feeling in your body as opposed to feeling negatively about it. I swear, this is like something that when I was first learned this in Mel Robbins book, The Five Second Rule, I was fucking just so skeptical. But now whenever I start to Feel stress, and I use this technique. It's like boom! Holy crap! Not only do you feel better, but you actually like start to feel excited about the the actual event or the thing, and so you change your perception in that way, and you're able to go into those situations with a feeling of excitement as opposed to a feeling of stress. And remember, it's the same physiological feeling. It's just how are you associating um, what that it that feeling means or what it's trying to signal to you so i'm excited i'm excited i'm excited dude do that and it'll oh man it'll change your life forever so again the two techniques we talked about number one the one two breath inhale for four seconds exhale for eight seconds and just to make a little disclaimer there i should have said this earlier but you can pattern that up um, with any breathing uh, length that you want. So if you want to do five seconds, just do 10 seconds on the exhale. If you want to do eight seconds on the inhale and 16 seconds on the exhale, you must have lungs of steel if you can do that. Um, but just make sure that you're always exhaling twice as long as you inhale. So that's the one-two breath. And number two, saying, I'm excited, I'm excited, I'm excited. Whenever you start to feel stress, because you're tricking your brain into thinking you're actually excited when you're feeling feelings of anxiety or stress. Now, the next two ones are pretty counterintuitive, and I've talked about one of these before um, on a prior solo cast episode, and then one of them is a little newer and one that seems pretty counterintuitive, but again, hear me out. It's super, super powerful. So for this third technique, I want to start off by asking you guys a question. So I want you to think about in your mind what a depressed person looks like, and get that picture in your head right now. If someone is depressed, what do they look like? Right? Not how do they feel, but what do they look like? Okay, now once you have that image in your head, I want you to see if what I'm describing describes the person that you thought about in your head. Their shoulders are down, their head or their eyes are down, they're looking down, their their breathing is pretty shallow. They're talking really quiet and slow and, you know, not really enthusiastic, right? The way they walk is pretty slow. Everything is kind of drooped down and hunched over. Is that the image that you had in your head? I would be willing to bet almost a million dollars that that was the image in your head. And it was pretty phenomenal because I actually learned this, this, um, this, this, Idea from Tony Robbins because he did the same exact thing at the unleash the empower with unleash the power within seminar Sorry, I can't speak. Um last year in November when I did it, and he asked every single person in the entire uh, Prudential Center, which is a basketball arena, is was sold out, full of people. He said, is the person's uh, body, or is their sh- are their shoulders up or are their shoulders down? And everybody said down. Are there, is their voice talking fast or are they talking slow? And everyone said slow. And he said, how is it possible that every single person in this audience knows what it's like when a person is depressed what do they look like and that's because intuitively our our minds can pick up body language so so powerfully right like have have you ever experienced someone in your life come up to you and say hey man something wrong and something was actually wrong with you, it's because they're picking up your body language, right? They're picking it up. We as humans can intuitively make that connection. Or maybe you've done the same thing in other people. You see someone, you know something's wrong with them just by the way that their body language is, right? They haven't said anything, they haven't done anything, but you know that the way that their body is is portraying how they feel. So what is the technique you may be asking? Well, here it is, my friend. The technique is if you want to change how you feel, you change the way your body's at. And so you reverse the equation, right? Usually it's our mood that makes our body feel a certain way. But we can actually make the different response... We can actually make the different emotion by changing the way that our body is because what happens is it's going to send a signal to our brain that if we are standing a certain way, if we're breathing a certain way, if we're talking a certain way, it's going to send a signal to our brain saying that we must be feeling that certain way. Because not only are we good at seeing body language patterns in other people and interpreting that as what their mood is, our brains actually the best at interpreting how we feel based on our own body language so it literally is tricking our brain into thinking that we're feeling a certain way so i want you to try this right now if you're driving don't try this try this when you get out of the car but if you're if you're you know standing or you're in an area where you can do this like basically any any situation you're not driving in i want you to try this out now, what I want you to do is either stand or if you're sitting down, if you're, like you're in a car or a train or whatever, uh, not driving that is, I want you to put your body in a way if you are feeling absolutely confident, right? Put your body in that way. How would you have your body if you were absolutely confident? How, what would your shoulders be doing? How would your chest be? Would it be out or would it be, well, what would it be like? Put your head up high, right? Like you're wearing a big stupid cape around your neck like a superhero. And if you're in public, don't worry. People are going to judge you anyways. Just do it anyways. And then put this big cheesy smile on your face as if you were so confident that you could take on the world and do any challenge, right? Now, how does that feel? You're probably feeling really confident right now. Now, I want you to stay in this pose and I want you to try something. Try and feel depressed, right? Try. Try to feel depressed. Come on, while you're holding the pose and don't be cheating. I see you cheating. I see those cheating out there. Like don't move your body. Like literally stay in that same physiological state as if you were confident, right? It's really hard to feel depressed when your body is poised in that certain way. Okay, so now you can relax and shake your body out and do whatever. But I hope you felt that right there. And you probably did that you started to feel confident when you moved your body in that way. So for example, like one of the things that I love to do is I cultivate excitement by talking really, really fast, right? So if I'm super stressed, I'll start to like move around really fast. I'll start to talk, talk, you know, uh, with, with excitement and vibrancy. I'll put a smile on my face because smiling is one of the biggest physiological changes that you can make. If you start to feel really stressed, here's a really, really powerful tool that is related to smiling. Um, laugh out loud. Cause when you laugh out loud, even if it's about absolutely nothing, you're going to start to feel better. You're going to start to feel better. And even so, laugh at the situation that you're stressed about, right? Because if you can make a joke out of the situation that you're stressed about, it takes away a lot of the pressure and all those things. And that is changing your physiology by just laughing. So if you ever want to change the way that you're feeling, whether it's, it just doesn't have to be stress. If you're feeling depressed, if you're feeling worried, if you're feeling feeling fearful, if you're feeling angry, One of the best ways to change your emotion is to change your physiology, change the way your body's at. I mean, that's one of the reasons why physical exercise is so fucking powerful when it comes to stress relief and mood redemption because you're moving your body around, right? You're changing your physiology, right? And when you're moving around like that, it's really almost impossible to feel depressed or stressed out or anything like that. Like, it is such a powerful technique. So change your physiology, you'll change your mood, especially when you're stressed off or angry or anything. One of my favorite tools is laughing out loud. Okay, so that's number three And the last technique here is one I've talked about before but it is so powerful And I'm gonna give you a way how to do this on a daily basis so you can um, Start to get on the path to changing your perceptions and your beliefs and all that stuff. I'm not going to go too deep into the nitty gritty. If you are interested in learning about that, again, DM me uh, on Instagram at Joe Corsion. if you want access to the course early access. Um, it's only 37 bucks. We go into how to actually rewire your brain so you can uh, not be in a state of stress um, on a default. You you replace that stress with with empowerment, with with confidence, with with the ability to say, yes, I can fucking do that. Like that's, that's really what we want. And so if you want to go deep into that, DM me on Instagram at Joe Corsion and I'll give you the link for the course that you can purchase. But here's one way, or here is the technique that kind of bridges, um, you know, one of the concepts we talk about on how to rewire your brain. And that is to ask yourself better questions. And you're like, what the fuck? Ask myself better questions. What does that mean, Joe? Well, here's something that I want you to think about right? When you ask yourself a question or you ask someone else a question, what usually happens in your mind? Your mind tries to look for an answer, right? And usually it spits something out, right? If someone asks you a question, you either sit there and think about it or something comes up in your head automatically and you start to think about that thing. And so when you're able to ask yourself questions, you're telling your brain to come up with something and usually The answer that it gives you determines what you're focusing on, right? So if I asked you to say, hey, like, what's your favorite color? Stupid question, but what's your favorite color? You're thinking about it and you're thinking about that favorite color. And now you're thinking about all the ways that that color probably makes you feel in the background, right? See what I'm saying? You're focusing on that color now. Or if I ask you, I say, look around the room for something green, right? Right? Look for green, look for green, look for green. Look around the room for something green. What do you see that's green, right? And you're, you're just targeting around all the things that are green because that's what you're focused on. You're focused on the things that are green. You're not focused on the things that are pink, that are red, that are anything like that. But enough about colors. What does this have to do with our emotions? Well, I will tell you. Usually the times when we're super stressed out, the times when we're angry, the times that we're pissed off, the times that we're worried, It's because we're focused on something that is making us feel that way, right? We're either focusing on the thing that we're stressed about, we're focusing on something that just makes us so angry on the inside. And so, what we have to do is, in order to feel a different way, we have to change what we focus on. And again, our focus is determined by the questions that we ask ourselves. So, what we have to do is ask ourselves better questions. So, here are some of my favorite questions to ask myself when I'm super stressed. Number one, what can I be grateful for in this moment? And this question is just so powerful because I've learned that it is impossible to feel stressed out and grateful at the same time. And even if you can't think of something to be grateful for in that moment, say, if I could, what would I feel grateful for? If I could feel grateful, what would I be grateful for in my life? Because there's always something to be grateful for in your life. No matter how terrible it seems, no matter how bad it looks, there's always someone worse off than you. So what can you be grateful for in this moment right now that is going to help you to feel that sense of gratitude and crush that feeling of stress? Think about those answers right now. Well, here's another thing too. And this also, another question I should say, and this kind of relates to the second topic that I talked about. Say, what can I be excited for in my life right now? Or what can I be excited about this thing that I'm stressed about? Right? You ask yourself that question and start to really answer what is exciting you in your life right now. What can you be excited for? And feel that sense of excitement and joy and possibility, right? Start to really feel that and just visualize that answer, right? And here's another question. This is one of my favorite questions, especially when you're super stressed out. And that is, is what I'm stressed about something I can control or not? Now, this one is a double-edged sword because you either have a yes or no answer, right? So, for example, if you're super stressed out that it's raining outside and you're going to get wet and you're like, ah, fuck this shit, man. I'm just getting so stressed. I can't even believe it's raining, blah, 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 blah. Take a second pause. Ask yourself a better question. And in this case, ask, am I stressed about something that I can control? In this case, the answer is the weather. So, obviously, you're going to say no. No unless you're God or Jesus or whatever, higher power or whoever controls the weather, you're probably not a yes to that question. So the answer is no. And when you are, when you find you are stressing about something that you can't control, then just let it go. Accept that it's happening. Because what, or I shouldn't say the reason why we get so stressed at things is because we tend to resist that it's actually happening. We tend to push it away. We tend to say, oh, no, 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 that's not the case. This can't be happening. Fuck that, blah, 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 blah. You just got to accept that it's happening be like it's raining and there's nothing I can do about it it's raining so I'm going to keep going forward and I'm just going to do that however if what you're stressed about is something that you can control like for example let's just say that you're really stressed out about um a project that you've been putting off at work You've been putting off this project, and you know an email comes through your inbox that says, "Hey, what's the status update on this project? I need it done by this Friday." And you're looking at the calendar, and it's fucking Tuesday, and you're like, "Oh shit, I haven't got anything done." You start to feel really, really stressed out. Is this something that you can control? Yes, you control whether or not that project is going to get done by Friday. So, if the answer to that question is yes, you know what you do? Take action towards the thing that you're stressed about. Because if you can control it, you can take action towards changing the outcome and when you do that, even though the outcome might be not changed immediately by taking that action, taking the action actually takes some of the pressure off of you because you realize that you are getting closer to that thing being resolved, to that result happening, whatever the thing that you are trying to control is, the thing that you're stressed about is starting to diminish because you're seeing that path forward. And you get this sense of control and agency and the ability to push through even when you're feeling stressed. So you don't let the things that are stressing you out around you, ultimately, you don't let them push you around. You take back control. Okay? So that's a powerful question. Is is the thing that I'm stressed about something I can control? If it's yes, take action on solving that thing. If the answer is no, accept that it's happening, let it go and move on with your day. Okay? So that's a really powerful question. And then here is another super powerful question that I really love. And this one specifically pertains to failure, right? Failure can be so fucking stressful. And I'm not saying that that pain from failure is going to completely go away all the times because it really does hurt to fail. But here's a question that's going to allow you to react better to failure and not look at it as something that's stressful, but something that can actually move you forward. And that is, what can I learn from this situation? What is something that I can learn from this situation? Right? And start to think about the things that you learned And think about how those things that you are learning is going to serve you in the future so you can implement that knowledge, get the result that you were looking for originally, and progress forward in your life and achieve the goals that you want to achieve, right? Because when you start to learn something and you start to realize that that learning is valuable and it's going to actually help you to do the thing that you originally intended to do, you're ultimately going to feel better about it. Because usually in the moment of failure, what are we focusing on? We're focusing on, you know, the, our, our pride being hurt by us doing this thing. Maybe we lost some money or maybe, you know, people are going to, we think... Notice the language I said there. We think that people are going to look at us a certain way. We think people are going to say, oh, you're stupid or ah, they failed. Ha ha, fuck them, right? We think those things. That's what we're focusing on. But instead, if we can shift our focus to what can I learn from this situation? How did I grow from this situation? What are the things that I can take away from this experience that are ultimately going to help me move forward in the future? Think about how much more powerful it is to think in that that second way as opposed to the first way, Right. It is so, so powerful. And even in the moment, if you can't find something that you can learn from a failure, or to go back to the first question, if you can't find something to be grateful for about the situation that you're stressed about, ask yourself this question, how can I look at this in a different way? Because what that question does, it opens the possibility that you are not probably looking at all the sides of the situation fully. Because our our perceptions and our belief are clouding the situation in a way that is causing us to feel stressed. It's perceiving it in a stressful manner. It's perceiving it in a way that's making us angry. It's perceiving it in a way that's making us scared of it. But we are never looking at all the sides of the story or all the sides of the situation. So if we can stop and reflect and say, how can I look at this in a different way? You're going to start to come up with the answers for it. So for example, Let's just say you got an injury from working out or something like that and you start to get really stressed out because you're like, oh man, all the progress I've been making is going to go away or maybe that marathon that I wanted to run is not going to happen now because I'm injured. Oh my gosh. How can I look at this a different way? Well, maybe I can look at this as I just wasn't training the right way. And this is telling me that i need to switch the way that i'm training so i can actually be healthy and get a better result whether it's a pr in my marathon or whether it's you know getting rock chiseled abs or something like that whatever it is like i need to learn something because it's telling me that maybe i was doing something wrong or maybe i was overtraining and i needed a break right or maybe it's telling me that i just need to uh, this is an opportunity for me to focus on something else right Just because I'm injured in this one area doesn't mean that I can, you know, maybe it puts me on the sidelines sometimes, but I can use this time to learn a new skill, to read some books that I haven't read before, or to start that podcast I've always wanted to start, or start that business. Like, I can use all that extra time while I'm recovering to do something else I'm excited about. See how the way your mood probably is changing by just thinking about the possibilities of looking at situations in different ways, right? So imagine how powerful all of these questions that I mentioned before can be in moments of stress, in moments of anger, in moments of worry, in moments of fear, right? And I'll recap the questions here. Number one, what can I be grateful for in my life or what can I be grateful for about this situation? Number two, what can I be excited for in my life or what can I be excited about this situation right now? Number three, am I stressed about something that I can control? If the answer is yes, take action towards solving that problem. If the answer is no, Accept that the thing is happening and let it go and move on with your day. And then finally, the two questions that kind of deal around failure and changing your perception about the situation a little bit is number one, what can I learn from the situation? What are the things that I can take away from the situation that are going to help me? And then number two, how can I look at this situation in a different way? How can I look at the situation in a way that serves me? Write those questions down. And here's a way, and this is a little bit of a sneak peek into the course on how to wire these things in your brain. You can make these questions come up default as opposed to you just force feeding them in. And the way that you do that is when you wake up every single morning and before you go to bed, ask yourself these questions. Ask yourself these questions, except for maybe the one that says, am I stressed about something that's in my control or not? Because you might not be stressed in that moment. But the other ones... I would say, ask those questions. So ask, what can I be grateful for today? What can I be excited for in my life right now? Um, What is something that went wrong today that maybe I could see differently? What did I learn today? Ask yourself these questions over and over again, 30 minutes before bed and 30 minutes after you wake up. Because the reason why is because... 30 minutes before bed and 30 minutes when you wake up are actually times when your brain is the most receptive to new information. So when you're plugging these questions in, in those moments, you are actually telling your brain or your brain's more suggestive to them happening. And it's going to wire into your brain a lot easier than if you were to do it in the later hours of the day when it's taking in all this other sensory information. I trust me, I know this sounds batshit crazy, but look up the science. It is fucking true. And I do this all the time. Every morning I wake up, I think of that something I'm grateful for. I think about the beliefs that I want to develop in my life. I think about all these things. And it has really helped to develop stress-busting beliefs in my life to the point where um, I'm not only able to handle my emotions better, but it, the times when those negative emotions come up are alleviated. A lot more than what they once were because I attacked the root cause of those things. My perceptions, my beliefs, all those things. And there's a bunch of other techniques that I teach in the course that all teach you how to reshape and wire your brain so that you can feel less stress. But even if you just do this process, like, it'll, you'll see massive, massive results. All right, guys. So let's do a little bit of a recap here. Here are all the hacks. The hacks <laughs> that will allow you to crush anxiety on the spot whenever you feel it. Number one, use the one-two breath. Inhale for four seconds. Exhale for eight seconds. All through your nose or exhale through your mouth if you'd like. Number two, tell yourself, I'm excited, I'm excited, I'm excited. Whenever you start to feel stress because stress and, and, and excitement have the same physiological response in your body. Number three. Change your physiology, change the way your body is at in the emotion that you want to feel and you will start to feel that way. So for example, if you're feeling anxious but you want to feel confident, put your body in a way that you're going to be confident. If you're anxious but you want to feel happy, put a smile on your face or laugh out loud and you'll start to feel much better and happier. Number four, ask yourself better questions so you can change what you're focusing on and ultimately when you change what you focus on, you change what you feel because how you feel is always a matter of what you're focusing on in that given moment. Okay? Awesome guys. Well, thank you so much for listening to this solo cast episode. I'm gonna keep putting these out in anticipation to the official release of the course. But like I said, because you listen to this video or listen to this podcast, not a video, but because you listen to this podcast episode and I know that you're a supporter of the show, I uh, wanted to give you guys early access to the course if you want it. So if you do, it's only thirty seven dollars and you get five plus hours of um, five plus hours of instructional content, you get a workbook, you get guided meditations, you get all this cool stuff that's going to help you to ultimately conquer the stress in your life and the emotions. And if you don't, here's the thing, if you don't feel like you can conquer your stress any better 30 days from taking or from starting the course, I will give you your money back. No questions asked. I will give you your money back. Okay. So I'm that confident that this is going to help you get results. All right. So DM me on Instagram. If you want early access to the course, it's at Joe Corsione. That's at J-O-E-C-O-R-C-I-O-N-E. And just say, Hey, I listen to the podcast. I'd love early access to the course. I'll send you the link. You can get enrolled in it. And yeah, you can start to conquer your stress, baby. Woo. Let's go. I'm fired up about this, man. But thank you so much again for listening to this. I really appreciate it. Um, be on the lookout for more of these episodes. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit more about perception. We're going to talk a little bit more about how to manage stress. We're going to talk about a little bit more about setting goals and how that relates to stress, all those things, man. We're going to talk. We're going to go deep. We're going to get into it. It's going to be awesome. And I can't wait for the release of the course. All right, everyone. Thank you so much. I hope this podcast added value. And if it did, uh, please hit subscribe if you haven't already. And I would really appreciate at the very least if you left a review um, or a rating. Um, It really helps us to spread our message and help other people live fulfilling lives, right? So that's that's what we're all about here. and, And we really, really would appreciate that. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. And until next time, create a fulfilling life for yourself. Take care.